If you like the Middle-Aged Man Talk podcast, consider giving us your support on Patreon. Hello and welcome to the Middle-Aged Man Talk podcast. I'm your host, Brendan. And I'm your other host, Richard. And Richard is drinking a... Pumpkin Spice Cream Ale. Made by Starbucks. No. <laughs> it kind of looks like it, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks it, like a Starbucks can. I think they're ripping off Starbucks. Uh, it is a little bit of a rip of Starbucks, because uh, they do the pumpkin spice lattes, which are quite famous. Yeah. This is um, Fine Balance Brewing, yep. hence the unicycle. I think it's my favorite... Bur- microbrewery? Current, current favorite microbrewery. They're pretty good. Yeah, no, they've. They, I've not had a bad beer from them. They're they're quite nice. Actually, I've not had anything short of a excellent beer from them. They're um they're pretty good. They're uh, they're solid. So, oh, hold on. What do you want? You want some of these? Oh sure. We have Jack and Jill chippies. Flavored, corn chips. Yeah, barbecue corn chips. Chippies. What are we talking about tonight? So I was saying that I guess we're going to talk about pumpkin spice for a little bit. Um, and, you, and you want to talk about hot peppers? Yeah, and then I want to talk about hot peppers. Okay, so I mean, I, so so what I was saying was that I, my, my before the start of the show was that this reminded me that um, we were at a local establishment, and my wife's trying to figure out what she wanted to have for a beverage, and the bar, bartender um, she uh, she said. Oh, would you like? Do you like Moscow Mule? So my wife's like, I've never had what's one. A, what's a Moscow Mule? Moscow Mule is like, it's an alcoholic beverage made with milk. Like a white Russian? Oh, like a white Russian, yeah. Okay, so it's like vodka, milk, and other things. Yes, probably sugar or something. Yeah. So it may have been a white Russian. I may be getting the the, the drinks mixed up. Whatever. I'm not. I'm not. An, I'm not a mixologist. I'm. I'm I mean, like. My, a cocktail to me is a double scotch, okay? Like, I'm not really a cocktail guy. I'm a beer guy and I'm a whiskey guy. And so, sometimes a wine guy. So, I like whiskey, um, yes, whiskey better than I like scotch. I like bourbons too? Yes. I'm, I'm, a fine Southern American bourbon is a wonderful thing. I am not a big fan of peat. Peat smoke. I've had some pretty good peat scotches from Scotland. Oh, I've 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 had ones that are good. I've had ones that taste like burnt rubber, and they're well, highly rated ones too. Well, there's always a weird version of everything. So, um, but so she she so what it was was that it was a a fall drink that this bartender was putting together, and it was like a white Russian, or, um, but it was made with pumpkin spice. So it's a pumpkin spice cocktail. Yeah, cool. And it didn't taste terrible, but I'm like, no, pumpkin spice tastes the best in pumpkin pie. Correct. So, or a pumpkin tart, which is a just pump- a little pie. Yeah, a pumpkin tart. Um, or it works very well. Pumpkin spice works very well in something very sweet. I had a pumpkin pie square once. It wasn't quite like a tart, but it was... Yeah, it's a, it's like a reconstruction of pumpkin pie. Yeah. It worked. So my wife had, uh, and she really liked it. She went to a place in Peterborough, and um, have you have you ever seen the, the rolled ice cream? So what they have is they have this this like the marble slab. It's basically have a they have a, a slab, a metal slab, metal okay, which has or pro, or marble maybe, but basically it's got some cooling system underneath it, like 
right. nitrogen or something. So it stays cold, yeah. And so what they do is that in this case, that, so what they'll do is they pour cream on and then the flavorings and the sugar and the syrup and... and well, they I, mix up a cold ice cream fresh. Yes. And Very so cool. she, so my wife ordered pumpkin pie ice cream, curled ice cream. They smash a piece of pie into it? So they started off by mashing a piece of pumpkin pie onto the cold plate and then they poured cream all over it. And then they do it all up. Yes. And she said it was amazing. Yeah, it sounds like that could, like that could work. Like crust and all. I've, I've heard of this. I think that could work. That yeah. could work. So it does seem like, it seems like a bad thing to like smash up a piece of pie. That seems like a sin. That, that seems like that would make baby Jesus cry. What do we think of the pumpkin spice? Okay. Smell it. It... It's better than that uh, cocktail. It actually... What cocktail? This one? No, the, the actual... The one I was talking oh, about actually, earlier. Yeah. The one that was made. Yeah. So you like it? Um, It is very strongly sp- pumpkin spice, but it's got a sweetness to it. I can it. smell it. I can smell it. Yeah. The after flavor in my mouth is pumpkin pie. It's weird, right? It's weird and not bad. Not terrible. It's not your favorite I, beer. You're not going to be reaching for this every... Uh, no. This is a... You know, this would be a once a year, you know, on Halloween or, you know... It's a seasonal thing. Yes. Yeah, if someone brought a six-pack of these to Thanksgiving dinner, you're like, oh, cool, cool, all right. Yeah. It's that time of year, yeah. I think uh, a little bit later than Thanksgiving, to me. To me, it's sort of, you know... End of October, early November... When, it, when, it's get, when it's getting cold? Yeah. Not quite wood stove mandatory time, but yeah. maybe we could put a fire in. Yeah. Cool beans. Cool beans. All right. So you like my beer selection? Actually, we've been doing almost exclusively, exclusively fine balance, mostly, for like three months now. Yeah. I love that brewery. So. Oh, hottest pepper in the world. There the is, world. There is a new hottest pepper in the world. Maybe there's a new one. Like they discovered it or made it? They made it. Same guy who bred the Carolina Reaper. Who's they? Is this Americans or Mexicans? Ed Curry. Where? Who's he? Ed Curry is a pepper breeder. Is he in? And of course he's in South Carolina. What is with those? But like, I know people from South Carolina. Lovely people, very hospitable, but they do lots of crazy things. Mm-hmm. It's 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 kind of like a. Um, it's a bizarrely creative place, the things they do, like the hot peppers. So he it took him 10 years to develop this pepper. It has... Um, What's it called? It is called Pepper X. X is very trendy right now because of Elon. Um, I mean, it, it sounds like a thing. Like, So you know those movies that they made about the future, like in the 60s, about like... The 2000s and the 90s. I feel like X would have been like in a movie in the 80s about now. But then now we're like, oh. That's yes, not... that's when Elon grew up. Yeah. He he owned X.com way back when. That was, right. that was what, that's what um, the payment system thing that he had sort of put together was for X.com. He was kind of part of it or whatever it was, yeah. Well, no, the, his was, but, and then um, he merged with PayPal. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. That's so why he made his first like twenty yeah. million, and then yeah. he kept building his businesses. Okay, he bought PayPal with his daddy's so emerald mine. Now we're on, albeit Wikipedia, which gets updated and dilly dally by different people. But this has five peppers. 
Okay. Exceptionally hot. Wait, wait, what is that? Is that the Scoville rating? 2.69 million Scoville heat units. So a Scoville heat unit for the uninitiated. That's a lot of Scovilles. Is um, the amount of chili, no, the amount of pepper, what is it? It's to do with the, the amount of pepper needed to raise the temperature perceptibly in a thing of chili. So one unit, uh, so you need, so a Scoville rating of one is that this will rate, this will raise one pot, the, the, the temperature of one pot of chili to, to a perceptible amount of heat. Right. So when you eat this, so one Scoville, it feels so much temperature warmer. Like it's still the same hotness of temperature, but it, the spiciness, the spiciness, spicy heat. So basically you can, so basically it's like, um, one liter of, of pet. So this, this creates a noticeable difference in one liter of pepper, uh, one liter of chili. So that's a Scoville rating is something like that. So one of these chili peppers will make a noticeable difference difference in 2.69 million liters of chili. Chili. So if you're doing like the world's biggest pot of chili, you only need one of these you peppers. Know, that's. I mean, like, because uh, yeah, because my my butcher shop I go to, they have the whole hot sauce wall, and some are just like hot sauces and whatever barbecue, but other ones have the Scoville rating, like 1 yeah. million, 2 million, 5 million Scovilles. But those are meant for cooking. Like you put three drops in of the um, of the hot sauce. So why why do we need a pepper this hot? You don't need a pepper this hot. No, but... No, mind you, well, this, guy, this guy is known for breeding peppers that, despite being insanely hot, are extremely tasty. So there's actually like some flavor in there too? Yeah. So it's it's um the guy who breeds these is Ed Curry. His last name is Curry. Yeah. Now he is a controversial. That's kind of funny. Isn't he is it? he is a contra uh, controversial figure in the um pepperhead world. The pepperhead world. Yes, there is a, a very. I know there must, but he's like okay, the man's last name is Curry, as in like a hot curry dish, and he actually cross breeds to like or you know selective breeding to make. Hotter peppers. That's like, that's kind of funny. Yeah, that's, that's like a race car's driver whose last name is Speed. Yeah, it's Tom Speed or whatever. That's really funny. So, yeah. So the Carolina Reaper, which is the was the current world record or I've former heard world of that record, one. I've heard that one. Um, is only one point six four million Scoville heat units, and this is two point six nine million. That's an increase of like. 70 not quite 70 percent hotter yeah that's crazy and those are the averages the hottest pepper x oh is, that could be who knows that could be it's something like three times hotter so it could be like a five that's and, that's 300 percent. oh so that so that one could be like six or more scovilles yeah million scovilles i should say so like okay. However, so, like I said, this is controversial because a. So so, but how hot is Frank's? Frank's is not even um, habanero hot. Okay, but look, but look up how many Scovilles are in Frank's because like everyone knows Frank's. I I mean everyone has a jar of Frank's in their fridge because it's the law and it's it's a nice hot sauce to slap on the nachos and hot dogs and burgers and pizza. Frank's hot sauce Scoville rating. Like is it like 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 less than a, I guess it's less than a Scoville. It must be. It's not that hot, Frank's. 
450. Okay. So the Scoville's are less than I thought it was. Yeah. Okay. The Scoville's not very hot. Okay. So so Frank's hot sauce, regular old Frank's, which you buy at Walmart or wherever, that's 450. So can you just do the math, get your calculator there? Right? So, okay. So take the, say, 2.7 million divided by 450. Type, type, type. Yeah, Richard's very slowly finger typing math. Painfully slowly. 6,000. <clears throat> so basically, um, the hotness of how much, like, so, so basically, so it's 6,000 times hotter than Frank's, Frank's. Ball. B -b -b yeah. ballpark. So 6,000 times hotter than Frank's? Because I have hot sauces at home that I'm sure, like, just by taste, that's like five or ten times higher than Frank's. So 6,000 times higher than Frank's? That's, um... This is getting to the level of... Bonkers. Mil Military-grade Mil pepper spray. Why is there military-grade pepper spray? Who are they spraying with that? Um... Uh, and enemy com combatants. Uh, well, it's it's not actually, not actually uh, they tend to spray civilians with it. It's for when you have you are in a situation like you need crowd control. You need to um, like bear maze. Just yeah, it's it's hotter than bear maze. That is, um, I mean, I feel like that's so hot though that would like permanently damage someone's retinas or their eyes or their face or burn their skin. Like that's. That's crazy. 6,000 times hotter than Frank's. That's crazy. Yep. I like Frank's hot sauce. It's good hot sauce. But so 6,000. There's a controversy about this, though. How hot's Tabasco? Look at that. Sorry. Okay. I mean, I'm being a dick. But I'm just kind of like, I'm trying to like understand this. Tabasco. Everyone loves Tabasco. Classic Tabasco. Not like, you know, the, the, the original Tabasco. Okay, so 37. Oh, yeah, so that's like seven times, eight times hotter than Frank's. So you got original Frank's, and then Tabasco is like eight times more. You can look at Sriracha. Mm -hmm. One to 2,000. So so, that, so that's like... Why is it Why is it one to two and a half thousand? It's kind of a range for Sriracha. Oh, so, yeah, that, that, that's the sauce, that's the pepper. Um... Sriracha hot sauce. Well, sriracha pepper, because sriracha it depends on the crop of pepper. So sriracha. Where you grow it? How much so, heat? So sriracha is ma actually made. Sriracha peppers are red jalapenos. Oh, okay, cool. The more you know. I just learned that this year because of the sriracha shortage. Yeah, that's a weird thing. Why is there a sriracha shortage? Why is that happening to me? Because to me, the main companies um who make sriracha there's um the rooster one i love that sauce oh it's oh really really God. good they have contracts with certain pepper growers mm -hmm. and those pepper growers have been hit with three years of drought in california mexico mexico okay well they grow some in california I think, yeah they too. do grow some into california yeah but it's only part of their because they, they make so much of it Oh, it goes all over the world. It goes everywhere. It is the most popular brand of sriracha. 
it has been selling to restaurants for over a hundred dollars a bottle. You mean like the regular squeeze bottle, not the bulk bottle? Yeah, the regular squeeze bottle. But I, I've seen it at the grocery store from time to time. I have not seen it. Uh, so I used to get the Costco. Right. It has not been in Costco for over a year. Is that the same thing with the rooster one with the chilies? So it's not the squeezy sriracha. It's always Vietnamese, Cambodian restaurants, Thai restaurants have it on the table. Oh, this, the, um, this, the, uh, my brother called it magic chili chicken sauce. Yes, that stuff. Yeah. Um, the magic chili chicken sauce, which I love. Is that part of this too? No, I don't think so. Okay, because like the Vietnamese place downtown apparently ran out six months ago. I don't know if that's just their own ordering or what happened, but like we ran out and they had like packets of this crappy hot sauce, which were like, because it wasn't the same flavor profile. Yeah. So it didn't work, apparently, allegedly. So I, I still have some in my fridge right now. Sriracha? No, the, uh, well, I've got Sriracha right now. It's a different brand um, and it's not the same. It's a lot, got a lot more vinegar. Mm. Um, but the main Sriracha hot sauce. So the thing is, though, like, why can't they get other people to grow it? Like, there's lots of heat in Texas, and there's other... Like, I mean, like, Mexico's a huge country. So, you know, America's most, big. Most jalapeno peppers are actually sold green. Not ripe. And there's a reason for that, is because the green jalapeno peppers are... A, a they got a different flavor profile. Okay. But B, you get less loss. when you When you grow peppers to being ripe... You always lose some. Oh, I see. From getting overripe, getting you know, starting to rot in transport and that sort of stuff. And okay, so so, so selling ripe fruit or vegetables that is because peppers um, generally any kind of large scale is difficult. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean they almost need to like like pick them and the next day get them to the factory for processing. Yeah, that's um, hmm, that's a tough one. But still, for, for our purposes, so if Frank's was like four fifty. These ones are going to be two to five times that. The podcast dog showed up. Oh, it's going to knock the camera over. Please don't knock my camera over, dog. It just moved Close. the camera. Yep. It was just adjusting the camera. Here, I'll get him out. You're going to kick the dog out? Yeah. Goodbye, podcast dog. Yeah, yeah. that's good. He knows he's going to get kicked out in a nice way. The dog comes in for a treat, if you're wondering what happens. So it pounces the door in. It's a big Bernese farmy dog. And then it gets a treat. What? Bernese. Bernese. Bernese? What did I say? Bernese. Oh, no. Bernese is the Swiss ones. Sorry. It's a Pyrenees. Are the, are the they're black and uh, yeah yeah they're the cart pulley ones in like Switzerland and orange and yeah so sorry it's a Pyreneesy mixy farmy doggy dog yeah. who wants a treat so he pounces into the podcast to get a podcast treat so so this is kind of wild so so this guy this guy this guy Curry who made the hottest pepper in the world second time in a row second time in a row he made he made the last one too Carolina Reaper yeah right. um. So what's what's his angle? Does he actually like sell this to the military, or what's his? So, um, like, he what, what, what? he owns a hot sauce company. Of course he does. Um, should we get some and try it on chicken wings? We yeah. can't. Why? Well, we can get the hot sauce. Um, if it's a company selling hot sauce in America. We should be able to get that in Canada. No, the um, there's only one. So basically, he's developed this pepper. He's not selling seeds. He's not selling the pepper. The only, 
Um, and this is the controversy amongst the pepperheads. The pepperheads. Is that um, the Guinness World Records yes. is not an expert on testing peppers. Okay. So, oh, because he got the Guinness World Record for this, of course. Yes, but he's not had it independently verified outside of the Guinness World Records. So, how did Guinness verify it? That is not known. And Guinness isn't talking. Like, did they send over some Irish guy, and he was just like, "Oh, you win." Yeah, I don't know. That was a Scotch accent. <laughs> Um, Lord, Tondra and Gentle Jesus in the garden. That's a hot pepper. That's the hottest one in the world. That's yours, boy. So. Do people think that, like, I'm just... An ass? Mentally unstable? (laughs) With all my accents? Most of which are bad? I can do Japanese. Oh, so, a very hot pepper. So, that's So, yeah, but there's there's a whole controversy over this. I watch a YouTube video on it. Um... Well, I was waiting for you to show up tonight. Yeah. Hey, wait, I was 15 minutes early. Yes, I know. I cleaned up my dad. I cleaned up this, this thing, which was this, this delightful uh, workshop. This, this, uh, bet workbench that we're, it, it was seriously piled up. Why? Two and a half feet tall. With just all of your stuff. Because, because we haven't done one in two weeks. Three. Three weeks. Three weeks. So that, that's why this was literally. That's funny. Well, I'm glad you cleared it off. And I've been working on things. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta work on stuff. So I've been working on being totally awesome. Um, so 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 this guy, he won't share the peppers. He's not getting them third party done at like yeah places. So so none of the none of, none of the people can actually verify. And he's a, he's always been a polarizing figure in the community. But but he did the last one, which yes. has been verified. You can get the seats for that, yeah. right? So I mean. Do you think he's just trying to like gear up a bunch of like excitement about it, so all the pepperheads want to get his seeds, so when he finally sells them, he can sell them for more? Like, is this part of a long-term marketing plan? Like, oh no, it you could, can't it, have them. It, we want them. You can't have them for this much money. You can have them. It might be. Um, I uh, mean, that 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 would make sense for a yeah. long-term business or plan. It's probably or what's more probably more probable is that this is not a stable cultivar. Oh, so the heat could change depending on. So, so the the um the heat is variable per plant, and too variable at this point, and too variable. Right. Um, the thing is, I'm sure you've had. I don't know if you've planted your own peppers. I have. I have had jalapeno peppers that could burn the face off. Yeah, I've had jalapenos that are like, okay, I guess it's. Is it so? Yeah. So I mean, depending yeah. on how much. Depending on the soil, how much sun, how much water, da, 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 da. like because I've I've grown. Jalapeno peppers that would just like they make habaneros look kind of tame because they got so much sun all summer long and that concentrated goodness. Yep. And then it burns the face in our safia. See, that's the thing I don't like. I really enjoy I don't mind the face burning. It's the next morning that I have problems with. Yeah, I had uh, my, my, my my buddy Jeff and I in uh high school went with our girlfriends to uh jungle gyms, which is um you know the Lone Star Texas style restaurant? Yep. Imagine a jungle version, and it's almost exactly the same thing. So we went there, and we got their like super hot sign of waiver um, hot sauce for the chicken wings. I think all it was was literally pureed habaneros. 
just like the ready orange habaneros. Nothing special. It wasn't like done up with a sugary thing or like or, or baked on a glaze. It was just pureed. Here you go. We don't know why you're doing this. And we like had it. And we were just like suffering in tears. It was terrible. And I think Jeff touched his eye. Um, he was not driving, thankfully. Uh, but it was just like mental. You scratched yourself. Whatever. Anyway, but then the, then the next day, you're like, "Whoa, that was I was terrible yesterday." Went home and had some yogurt. Now I feel okay. The next day, it's just like, "That's what Johnny Cash was singing about." I fell into a burning ring, ring of fire. fire. Yes, um, I've had a couple experiences. My first experience with that, I think I may have even told this on this show Let's talk about our diarrhea experiences. That sounds good. That's a good middle-aged man talk on the show. So, I was out at Rax with a couple of our Rax colleagues. Rax is a big pool hall deep-fried food place yeah, with, 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 with a, Pictures with, of beer. With a, with a couple of our, um, our... This is like 20 years ago in college? Yes, our college okay. buddies. Those guys are weird. And... My one, my one <laughs> buddy's roommate, Skippy. Skippy, which one was Skippy? Oh, Skippy. Yes, I remember Skippy. And ah. so, um, oh, is he the guy that got the hot wings? And yes, took a exactly. Bite, and then he buggered off. Yeah, he he had one wing, and then he went said he was going to go to the washroom and never came back. But the thing is, he was talking about how he was. Well, these guys that he's mouthy and boastful and that sort of stuff. I can eat the hottest chicken wings in the yeah, world. Yeah, and so he, he ordered a full pound of them and that sort of stuff. I ordered a pound of hot wings. And, and so I'm one of these guys that when I'm drinking, I eat. That's most guys. Um, so I just, I ate all of them. I ate the rest Skippy of didn't come back. I, I, <laughs> I, I think someone tried one and didn't, and, and didn't finish it. But I ate the rest of them. And it wasn't that bad. They were not that bad when I was eating them. They were hot. Um, uh, sure, of course, of course. Uh, the next morning, I had to call in sick for work. Oh. I had such bad cramping to start. I woke up. My stomach's churning. Richard is and it's just And it's just... Uh, and then... Because you didn't like eat yogurt or rice with it or anything. You just, well, I, I I had the... You had the, alcohol and hot I, I had the... the um, Blue cheese dip that they come and the vegetables. I don't know if that helps. It helped at the time, but it wasn't enough to. And then, do you want like you want like you want yogurt? Like you want Greek yogurt and you want some. But the thing is, so I didn't break a sweat eating them or anything like that. The next day, though, I was I felt like I had a fever. I was just like drenched in sweat, and it changed your gut biome. It probably did actually, and just (laughs) and it was three hours. <laughs> Three hours of just like of like major stomach cramps and having to run to the toilet, and then the pain, the burning. That's awesomely funny. See, I've like like I've I've had like the hotness downstairs. Well, you know, like a couple times of hot food, but I, know, I remember there was it was really funny. There's this guy I used to work with, nice guy, really nice guy, but he grew up eating. How can I put this? The most boring white people North American food. Like, what do you want for lunch? Sandwich. Well, we get sandwich. Like a, a ham, a ham sandwich. Do you want cheese on that? No, no. That's too. That's I don't need cheese. Uh, I don't remember if he ate cheese. In any case, so like I like Indian food, and um, his best buddy who worked with us love like like a crazy person loves Indian food. And I said, guys, let's go to this really great Indian place. They didn't know about it, and you know it was my birthday, so we're all gonna go. So, all the, so everyone let, lets me decide. And I always pick Indian food, and they all like. Not that they all hate it, but some of the guys are like, yep. 
They're they're very Britishy Canadian. They're like eh. well, I was gonna say if they're Britishy Canadian, then no, they no, should no, love no. Indian food. Britishy because... British loves Indian food. Loyalty Britishy Canadian are like ah, uh, that's is pre, that that's, spicy. That's pre um, India British. Yes. Anyway, but there there are some Canadian types like that where they're like, oh, curry, not for me. Anyway, so we all go to the curry restaurant, and like the one guy who's afraid of spicy food. Um, he gets like a plain beef curry. There's no spice. He's like, this is actually pretty tasty. It's good, but like. The uh, the one guy who loves that place, he orders a madras, and their madras is like, it's not it's not meant for it's not like the white person version madras. It's a proper Indian hot madras, and like I used to eat it in college and like post college, but I haven't eaten spicy in a while, like that kind of spicy. Yeah. So I like I I dumb it down a notch. Um, but this this other guy is Mr. Sandwich. He's like. I can I can have that too because like his best buddy's getting it. I'm like no no no. This guy eats this thing once a week. He's like, he's at that level. He's like no, that's fine. And I watched him eat it and he finished the whole thing of all like the the lamb madras. But the dude was like, you could see him sitting there like sweating, sweating. And I was like, you should have just got a beef curry or a you yeah. know a butter chicken something. Get something a little more. A tiki masala, chicken, chicken, tiki, chicken tiki masala. Chicken tikka masala is the national dish of the UK or England, one of them. Yes, it is because it's like it is. So the thing is that Indian we, food's the best. We, the we, best. we love, like my family loves butter chicken. So we got tiki, um, and Costco has got a nice butter chicken in a, in a. God, we talk about Costco so much. We love it yep. so much. Um, they have nice these nice jars of butter chicken. There, it's delicious. Um. You know, the, the I sauce. haven't tried the Indian stuff from Costco. The the butter chicken is great. The tiki masala is even better. Chicken tikka masala. But the thing is that I, you I've say never, tiki masala. Tikka, tikka masala. Tikka masala. Tikka, How do you say it? I tikka, don't care. I don't know. I'm not saying it right because chicken tikka masala. Actually, hang on. I'm I'm half British. Would you like I, a chicken tikka? It's it, there's no there's no accent, so it's tikka, tikka masala. Would you like a chicken tikka? So. Um, other than British accent, but it's it's basically going to be as, you say it as flat as possible. There's no Indian accent at all in it put into it, because tikka masala was made for the British palate. It's pretty good. It is very good, but it was like I looked it up and like okay, because um, butter chicken. I know that butter chicken is authentically Indian. Yeah, tikka masala. That's British Indian food. It is Still British. Good. Still it, good. it was made by. It's, it's it's genuine Indian food because it was made by Indian chefs, but it was made for their British customers, overlords. They're British overlords. <laughs> They're British overlords. Yeah, you know what? Though, let's be honest. Of all the impact of British English around the world, and it's it's been varying, good and bad. It's been very bad in parts of Africa, um, but I think in India, on the whole, the British influence has been good. Well, I- India to- on on the whole, India loved. The British bureaucracy. They're like, this is a way to organize these millions of people we have. Um, this it, is the way to get better. This, this is the way to stop anyone from asking for anything. Is this bureaucracy? We make it so painful to do anything that they don't come to us and bother us. You have to queue up. Queue. What's a queue? You have to queue yeah, up. You have to queue up, and then you come to you get you finally get to the desk. And they tell you, oh, this is the wrong desk. You'll You're need in to- the wrong queue. You have to queue up over there now. Yes. Um, yeah, India India is an interesting country. They they they, t- they took the British bureaucracy to, to the nth degree. To new heights. Yes, or new depths, depending on your, your point of view. <laughs> no, India is great. Indian people are great. I love it. I love, love 
all the brown people coming to Canada, all the Indian people coming here, and they're all young people, and they're so happy to be Canadian and to work here and to bust their asses. There's like one house in my neighborhood, and there's like I don't know what how many people live there, but there's four or five cars parked out. They they park on the front lawn a little bit, but they're all like um like workman's vehicles like a van for plumbing or this or that but basically they're probably all family or extended family or you know someone and they're basically like living there until they get their own thing and sometimes the cars change up so i don't know if like someone owns it and rents so it out to the new what, workers what they used to do and um you buy one house first and you, you buy, buy house. one house and the thing is is that you'll have like 10 working adults in that house you will have literally you will have you buy the house you 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 and the thing is money from comes back from comes over from india you buy a house, and then you bring family across, and then you pay off the you, house, and you buy another house. Yes, and then you then you all work together to pay off the house. Then you buy another house, and the original couple moves into that house, and you keep going, and you keep going, and you keep working till you you can buy the next one, buy the next one. Yeah, no, but it's it's an interesting way to do it. But but the thing is, though, is like some people. Get get funny about immigrants, but you know what? Like all the nice Indian people coming to our area of Eastern Ontario, they're all so happy to be here. They're all so positive. They all like give a shit about their jobs. And I'm thinking, can we send all the complainy, whiny white fuckers to India? Hey, go live in go live in a impoverished area in India, and then and then tell me how bad you had in Canada. You know, um, is, go, that, is that racist of me? Am I am I being racist go, against white people? It's in, like okay, so elementary. It's like people? elementary school. You know, kids complain about going to school and that sort of stuff. In India, the elementary school classes are up to three hundred students in a class. Yeah, but if you act up, you're out. Well, that's it. Is that they're all very well behaved because the things you get kicked out of elementary school off to the factory to make clothing for America. Yes. Um. And India actually has one of the highest post-secondary education. Now, mind you, it gets really weird when you get up to the, the exam level. Um, you have parents scaling the outside of the building to um, help their children cheat on the exams. Is that true? Yes. Uh, Indian people are... Uh, well, the exams... They're interesting. They're well, it's, it's, it's because, once again, the bureaucracy. But but am I am I, am I being racist now? In favor of the brown people from India and against the lazy white people, but it's specifically the lazy white. Well, people. the thing is, that's not racism, then, is it? The the thing is classism. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm more comfortable with that. So it, I don't want to be racist, but the, classist, I could be a little bit. The problem is, is that when you compare immigrants to uh, the lazy people that are born here to, to the people who are born here, the lazy people who are born here, is that you're not comparing them. You're not comparing the cultures like to like. It's oh, I suppose. So you're saying there's probably a bunch of lazy people in India. Oh, there's definitely lazy people who, in who India. Who I don't see. Yes, because they, they, because lazy people do not leave their country, generally. Yeah, it's, it's kind of Unless like, they're lazy rich people. It's like you see in Toronto now, and you see this like in, in, in British Columbia. You got these like fifth or sixth generation like Asian people who are Chinese or Japanese or whatever. But like... Like, you know, granddad came over in 1900 or, you know, great, great, great granddad came over like 1900 yeah. or something. And they're just completely regular, horrible Canadian young people who are like, I love my phone and Starbucks and like race and like heritage has nothing to do with how they currently are. It's because they grew up in this neighborhood in Toronto and everyone their age grew up there is like that. They've been there since the time of Sir John A. When, when, they're, when their, dad, a. their dad finished building the railroad. That's right. Their great, great granddaddy. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but, but that, that is interesting sometimes when, um, I hear about racism in Canada and it's like, wait, who, what group? Yeah. They, they've been here as long as my family. 
Yeah, well, uh, or or longer sometimes. I was gonna say, depends on which family line. I've been um, a long time. The Chinese, the Canadian Chinese that came over in. Oh, some of them been here like 150 years. They've they've been over longer than any of my family. Like my wife's my my wife, my mother is a first uh, generation immigrant. She came. She came over from Holland. She's Dutch. She's Dutch. Obviously, she's She's born in Amsterdam. She's so Dutch. Um. My dad's side. Does she speak Dutch? Yes. She has no accent because she's been here so long. She she came on when she was three. Oh, okay. But she speaks Dutch? Yeah, she speaks Dutch. Yeah, I remember um, it freaked out my kid. We were at one of your kid's birthday parties once. This has nothing with hot peppers at all. But um, like my, my wife's half Danish. So we do a bit of Danish at home. We yeah. do the Danish happy birthday. So he's at the birthday for your, one of your kids. And you guys start doing the Dutch birthday. He's like, oh, I know this. I don't know this. Yes. It's another birthday song. Yes. That's kind of fun, though. So, um... Oh, and we um, practice, we celebrate Santa Claus. Santa Claus? Yeah. Thank you, Santa Claus. That's fun. That's good. It's good to have cultural traditions. That's why I like to celebrate Chinese New Year. Because it's just like, I mean, like... Basically, I make really nice homemade Chinese food, and we do the song. Um, I don't say it right. I, I tried to sing it to one of my cha- Chinese colleagues, and they were like, I was like, Gung Hei Fat Choi. They're like, oh, no. And they told me how to say it right, and I'm yeah. like, I can't do that. But they're like trying to like give like, all the little Chinese songs and try to say it right. I was going to say, uh, Man- is it Mandarin or Cantonese? or? I was doing, that might cross over culturally, but I think, so these are, what are you? Crackling. Sorry. You and your crackles. Be gone with you, crackle. That was um, a do not eat. Yeah, don't eat that. That's called a flavor packet. Um, anyway. Mmm, this tastes like burning. Uh, is it actually that bad to eat it? No, it's just silica gel. Okay, but you probably shouldn't eat it. Silica gel crystals. Anyway, but but basically, um, what were we talking about? Chinese people being Chinese? Uh, Cant- Cantonese versus Mandarin. Oh, so like, so my, the colleague I sang to, she's from Beijing. So she's, she speaks Mandarin as the first language. Yeah, Mandarin and, is to- very tonal. Yeah, it, it, well, it has, there's a four Chinese songs. It's like up, down. Is it down, up, or up, down? And then flat? Doesn't matter. Anyway, um, but they were like, what? Oh. Uh, Oh, once I told them it was like, you know, like Happy New Year, they're like, okay, cool, yeah. thanks. So, what is, hello's Mehoma, but it's not Mehoma. You say Mehoma. Nihoma? It's Mehoma. It's not me, it's Ni. Nihoma? 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 Ma? But, but the thing Open is, your eyes. If, if you don't do the tonal thing, it means something totally different. Or it means nothing. Yeah, or it means nothing. <laughs> Nihoma? Which is yeah. just like, hello. Uh, yeah, Nihao or Nihoma? I did that in Japan as a joke because there was a guy there at the after after party of the wedding, my buddy's wedding in Tokyo. There was alcohol, and they're like, "He's half, he's Chinese because he's half Chinese," and that's like a big deal in Japan, especially like over ten years ago when I was there. It's like, but it's less it's now. Been, it, I was gonna say it's been a big the Chinese Japanese thing has been a big deal for a very the, long time in Japan. The not Japanese or half not Japanese is a thing. Anyway, so they're like he's Chinese, and I was like, oh Nihama. And everyone started laughing because they all know what that means. I mean, yeah. it's hello, right? Like everyone in Canada knows bonjour means hello in French or hola in Spanish. So they're all like busting a gut that like, they're like, oh, this guy's Chinese. And I start speaking to him in Chinese. I don't speak Chinese. I mean, like I know egg roll and fried rice and number six. 
I had this joke that like it's interesting how like uh some words in Asian languages mean different things but are pronounced the same. But what do you mean? Well like number six in Chinese means like fried rice with chicken, but you know, number six in Vietnamese means spring rolls, and number six in Thai means yeah, you know, like red curry. It's uh I just go to restaurants. That's all I do. Um wouldn't that be a great job just to like eat in restaurants? You mean like a restaurant critic? Yeah. We have to write about it. I could do that. You probably could. How hard is it? So, actually, chat GPT. So, done. Right, restaurant critic, except it's a podcast. So, you don't have to write it. We were doing that for food. Yeah, but, we were, but we So, these these corn crispy chippies were not a buy again for me. No, they were they were they were bland and boring. But that's generally what corn corn crispy thing disappointed. They that's they, they tasted like I expected. Thanks for nothing, chippies. Um, They're salty and crunchy. Boring. Boring. Yeah. But the Your thing beer, is, is the beer was cool. The beer is very it was actually pretty good for being a pumpkin spice, spice seasonal. It day. was very well done, which is what I expect from Fine Balance. Fine Balance is a finely balanced brewery. Yes. And actually they had a fine balance with the pumpkin spice. It was not overwhelming. It was very like the very, very first sip. You can was, smell it. I can smell it from the yeah. can. It's wild. The very first sip was okay. It's a, it's almost a little bit almost a little bit much, but it was it was it tasted good. Do you remember the Simpsons episode? Where Homer thinks Bart's gay. It's from like a different era. Um, but anyway, so like Marge is like, oh, I have your favorite dessert, everyone. Pre-made snack cakes. And there's like the chocolate one and then there's the, the pink one. And Bart's like, mm, Homer's like, oh, and he grabs the pink one. Oh, he's afraid his son's gay or something. So I was making this joke about the pumpkin spice beer versus like a regular Pilsner or lager. It's like, yeah. what beer do you want, guys? A pumpkin spice beer. That's just there's a joke. No one has to drink that. Yeah. Um, but actually, no. But of course, it was a good beer, fine balance. But um, yeah, people used to, people now get mad at those jokes, like the you know, like the gay test snack cake from The Simpsons. But I think it's kind of funny, you know, because there's like a hint of like of truth to it sometimes. I think, and that's why it's funny because it is a stereotype. But stereotypes do exist for reasons, and that's why it's funny. It's not real for all gay people, but we all we've all known at least one nice gay dude who'd be like, "Oh, pumpkin spice," he'd be like, "Yeah, that's the one he wants." Let him have his anyway. Yes. Anyway. Anyways, I think we've, that's probably a show because you have a hard stop. I have a hard stop in 10 minutes. And you have to pack up. Pumpkin spice beer is better than we thought it would be. Well, from Fine Balance Brewing. Yeah. I bet there's really bad stuff out there. If I can guarantee there's really bad stuff out there. If you've had a bad pumpkin so, spice from Bud Light, let us know. I bet. Bud Light, pumpkin I spice. I think a pumpkin spice porter would actually would be oh, really good. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, like, Or a, a pumpkin spice milk stout. You know, sweeter Ooh. stout. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We should, we'll send that into fine balance too. they do. Yeah. Uh, we won't do that. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this episode about um, peppers and what else we talk about? Beer and Chinese oh. food and stuff. Oh. And oh yeah, and how I like all the new Indian immigrants. Yeah. They're okay. they're the best. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Good night. Why am Bye. I waving? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Middle aged man talk. Thank you so much for listening. Please check us out on Patreon. Woof. <laughs> 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 <laughs>